0: Paul McLuhan
1: Show on Today FM. Today FM, the great Roisin Murphy from the brilliantly titled Roisin Machine and Roisin Murphy joins me on the line now. Congratulations on the album. Brilliant title, as I say, Roisin. And it's, it strikes me that the, the, the last project, That Dreaded Word, we, we had from you was a series of 12-inch singles. Uh, you absolutely stood by your word in not making an album as at all. They, they were all kind of standalone things, all, all a series, but all very very much separate entities. Uh, mm. This album feels like the opposite of that. This album feels like it's very much of a piece and it's, yeah. it's, it's a continuum. Would that be accurate?
0: Yeah. I mean, the idea behind this record, really, to begin with, was we were referencing dubbed-out disco, so disco that had kind of been other records, maybe repurposed, or that had been disco and then kind of made more into proto-house. And Harrett does these um, versions of the songs anyway when we put out a single, of which we've had loads of singles on this, I think six singles on this. There's always a package of versions with each one too yes. and they all mean something as well they're all part of the story this the album is just part of a bigger story really it
1: feel it does feel like a kind of a, a play you know as opposed to separate things and i understand there can be various iterations of any given track uh it, it's literally infinite but it does feel at the same time like the album is a place you you sort of go to for for 50 minutes or so
0: the album is like a simulation in itself you know you can kind of get into the album you walk in the door at the beginning yeah, and there's several rooms that you can go into.
1: I did get that feeling about it. I got, I really did get that feeling of you you're kind of journeying through a, a a place and and going to different kind of places and maybe with different characters.
0: Yeah, perhaps holding your hand or you're following different sort of aspects of a character through a night and through a kind of big building that has a fancy Studio Fifty Four disco in it and it has a loft in it and it has a back room and it has a sound system. And then it has this cellar that's underneath it all, which is this minimal Sheffield clank right under it all. But you can travel through it. And I think that's what it is. It's like a journey that you... Join us on. It's just come and let's see what
1: happens. <laughs> a, it, but it really does work like that. And I tend to respond to music like a lot of people. I imagine I tend to get very visual things in my head, depending on what the music is telling me. And some of it is very difficult to describe. It's 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 a it's a thing in my head that I couldn't possibly put into words. But there's certain moments on this record, Kingdom of Ends, for instance. Uh, second track on it when I heard that I got really immediately it popped into my head the Fritz Lang movie Metropolis with oh. the with the robot and all the people going to work and that kind of that idea of the day the, the repetitive kind of nature of of the kind of working day and all that sort of thing it just kind of it, it became a very visual thing immediately for me yeah uh,
0: well it's yeah it's like a, a, a song about thundering toward the end you know about uh the End of Desire about the the phrase Kingdom of Ends. Um, I picked it up off a writer, a guy called um, uh, Mark Fisher, who uh, I was reading a compendium of his, of his works last year. And actually in the middle of it all is a, is a lovely review of Maloko, where he kind of traces me back to kind of glam music and almost has me as the last one, you know. And um, he used this phrase Kingdom of Ends a lot and he talks a lot about the end of capitalism and the end of desire hmm. and the end point of all this being a bit of a letdown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of apocalyptic kind of ideas uh, obviously we're in the middle of this uh, thing that's that's we don't even need to name it we're we're all in it um how because the 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 roots of this record go back much further even than the recent series of 12 inch singles this this has been in the works for a while and i'm just wondering how the onset of 2020 affected the finishing of the record the creative side of it
0: well i would say that the main body of the record was already in place and Mm. uh, you know even 10 years ago there was a clutch of backing tracks and um, the, the body of the work was already there when we did simulation and jealousy and out of that, that body of sort of clutch of tracks I'd say most of them are there somehow on the record so we had it sketched out and I think the connection that really is felt at the moment is this sense of that we had then which was where did we come from? The scene that we've come from, me and Parrot, you know, and what is it losing or what has it lost and what can we retrieve? Looking back, I guess, retrospectively, uh, rather than nostalgically. So looking back to retrieve something, to, co- to collect the soul again and pull it back out. And I think we're at a place where people are saying the same thing across the board now. Everybody's going, what have we lost? Yeah, And we've got to go back to a small thing. And build it again, you know, Uh, and certainly within our scene, within the music scene, we're going to have to go back to the micro and build it again from your home so you don't stop dancing in your home. Yeah. You have a few people over if you can and you play music and you, you release that part of yourself. Continuously.
1: It's kind of weird. I I was thinking about that aspect of things in terms of how, how all of this is going to affect what it means to be a performer and what it means to be making music. And it's kind of sadly ironic that, speaking completely personally, if it weren't for music this year, I think I would have absolutely lost it. Music has been so important and so valuable to me just in terms of my own mental health and getting through this. It's been absolutely vital. It's been crucial. It's been central. And it's kind of sadly ironic that music has become, I think, for a lot of people, a very important thing as an art form. It's 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 a it's a, it's become a hugely important thing to a lot of people, precisely at a time when those creating it are probably going to be most challenged in terms of actually getting by, making a living, doing what they love doing, because it's very very hard to do that now.
0: Yeah, obviously the the main part of the income for most of us has been live for many many years now. Yeah, and we're going to have to start to be very. Uh, creative about how we're going to figure this out because it's very difficult in the meantime but my belief is is that we're going to end up back doing this in a year's time because we have to be yeah as human beings (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it can hold so whatever the situation is within now say in about 12 months time i think we'll be back doing this we'll have figured out a way and when the doors are closed behind you and you walk into a venue and somebody like me is playing in front of you in a few minutes, he'll have forgotten everything that's outside the door.
1: Tell us about um, Parrot, your collaborator on this, because it, it, there's always a collaborator uh, with you. And in this case, it's Parrot. For for people who don't know anything about him, who, who is he? What's, what's the deal?
0: Well, Parrot is someone I've known since I was a 19-year-old newbie in Sheffield. Uh, he was already very much on the scene, DJing. He had a, a night called Jive Turkey, one of the first uh, nights that played the, the house music in the country. And he was already... Big cheese making music and that. Best friends with Mark Bryden, who I was in Maloco with. Mm-hmm. You know, very close to him all my life. And uh, you know, I knew that if I wanted to go deeper into the house music and into the club music, I would have to go with Parrot. because first of all, I could trust him completely to d- to deliver it correctly mm. and properly. But then, all sorts of things got in the way. Life, falling in love with the big Italian fella, <laughs> want to do Italian songs. <laughs> Um, and then doing the the two albums with Eddie, yeah. And um, and then I chased Maurice Fulton round and round for years. So, as soon as he was ready to do with work, I had to drop everything to do it with him. But Parrot was ready to um put out Incapable, and Narcissus was pretty much there as well when I was working with Maurice. So, that was as soon as Maurice's stuff was done, we put out Incapable on his imprint bitter end just very limited vinyl i think 500 vinyl and everyone went mad for it and um we did a deal with skint with a really nice a and man and um for this album and we had it done pretty quick sharp after that that was about seven months ago
1: brilliant and let's talk about the the visuals and the cover and um, it's always it's always a very important element uh with your releases obviously the last one we saw was uh Certain terms of an album, the last artwork we saw was Take Her Up to Monto where you've got the the kind of the donkey jacket and the hard hat and whatever. Uh, This couldn't be more not that. Uh, It's very glam. It's very in-your-face, very kind of 80s uh, magazine cover kind of thing. A bit of a Roxy music vibe, I thought.
0: A bit of early razzle in there as well.
1: (laughs) I've never heard of that publication. I've no idea what you're talking about.
0: It's a bit top shelf, isn't it? Um... (laughs) You know, I mean, every day I wake up, I'm I'm I'm, in, I'm 40 plus, you know, and I look in the mirror and goes, "You've still got it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm still barely holding on, so I said, I better rinse it. <laughs> um, but no, but seriously, it started a few years ago when I went to see this Cozy Fanny Tutti exhibition here in London, and yeah, she's the lady who was in. It's Robin Gresley. Robin yeah, and Cozy, and um. So she's brilliant in music, music, but she's also a fantastic visual artist. And uh, these p- photographs all featuring herself, tied up and in all sorts of wonderful positions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these amazing photographs, gorgeous. And I just looked at it and I thought, where's this gone? And something clicked in me and it, where I just began to research sort of punk and post Punk women and found this over and over again. This bravery, this 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 courage, this subversion. Yeah, that seemed to be quite missing, I think. And also, it's in this music, you know. There's this clash here in the music. There's as much cabaret Voltaire or Robin Gristle in this as there is Sylvester. And um, and so I just wanted to express that. I wanted to express, and and somehow I went back in time, to myself, a bit as a teenager too, you know?
1: Yeah, there is that. um, It's interesting you mentioned Cabaret Voltaire because this is a very danceable record. It's also a very complex record sonically without getting too music journalist about it. But uh, there's a lot of layers. There's a lot of stuff going on. But I did pick up a certain kind of Sheffield specifically of a certain era seems to be threaded through this record.
0: Well, as I said, Sheffield itself as a city was a machine for making steel. You yeah. know, and, and the clang of the steelworks is in everything that's come out of Sheffield that since I ever arrived in Sheffield. And surely it was what built war records. Mm. Um so that's a very it's a very influential clang as well. And uh, but it's certainly there, it's certainly there in everything Parrot does, um, even in in, in things you don't expect it at the bottom of it all that's where it is the grid is there the the rigorous minimalist throb (laughs) was there
1: (laughs) absolutely and we've People who listen to the record will will immediately hear exactly what we're talking about. By the way, uh, you do have to listen to this record in sequence. I, I've got a confession to make. I didn't have a physical copy of it when I was listening to it first, so I was relying on the dreaded Spotify, and I didn't know the thing was was shuffling. It was shuffling without oh, my
0: you
1: know, yeah sh- shuffling without my consent. Actually, it was an unauthorized shuffle. Yeah, and it just. I was kind of listening to records, going, "This seems weird. That doesn't make sense." And then I realized, no, I'm listening to it all wrong. And I had to go back. I had to knock the shuffle off and go back to the start, and let yeah. the whole thing play right through. So I think it's important that people kind of approach it that way.
0: Well, I, 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 just say, you know, you can skip through it for sure. You can play the tracks on their own. The album is part of the the bigger the mm. bigger project, which is the whole thing, which is something that is very um, representational of my life and. And so it's bigger than just even an album. It's it's all those crooked mixes as well. It's, the, it's all the original releases. It's it's a big thing. It's not just the album. So the album is an aspect and it works perfectly as yeah. an album.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, the shuffle did confuse me, but I'm getting to that age, I suppose, anyway. what's <laughs> what, what is the next thing? Because there, there's always a next thing with you. And I know there must be a next thing. What is it?
0: Well, I, I, I did a lot of writing in, in lockdown and I had most of this one written, so I didn't have much to do on this. So I started to fiddle away on the next one and uh, I'm nearly there with that. That's going to be a magic record too, uh, the one that I'm doing with Cozy.
1: Right. Um, so you've been, so, in, you, you've been yeah, back in the studio already?
0: Well, I guess we've been doing this for nearly five years. All right. Been in away as well. It's the modern way. I have several things on the boil, you know. Hopefully not too many. You know, I have at least I've I've got two things on the boil. This will be nearly finished, and then the next thing will be. I think I've told you about it before that the dub stuff. Yeah. After that, and then you know, I don't know about music after that, but I definitely want to concentrate more on film as I get a bit older. I have a fascination with faces. And have real desire to work with other performers and see other performances under a microscope.
1: And filmmaking—Are we talking short films? Are we talking art house kind of films? Are we talking a full-length movie that you scripted?
0: You know, any of those things, really. I, I, I guess I have ideas for all sorts of things to do with film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The main—the main desire is to work with other performers. The main desire is to. Do is as I said to put the microscope on another face and to um to help take, bring out a performance or just even just to observe and to be around it because it's magic yeah. you
1: know but you did you did get a we got a taste of what your filmmaking vision might be with the fat white family of course not that I long did.
0: I did, and they were great performers, you know? So it was just a joy to watch them kind of dress up and change character and turn into an old granddad and a grandma and, or, you know, just to bring it out of them and to make them laugh and to ease them into it and then to put the camera on it and to see the magic happen. It just it gives me a buzz. I absolutely love it. And um, I've got stories to tell and I have this fascination with the face and people's faces and I think that's really all you need.
1: Well, we look forward to uh, seeing more. We look forward certainly to hearing more and we look forward to hopefully sooner than later seeing you back on a stage uh, as soon as that can possibly happen. Roisin Machine is out now. You should get it. You can skip through if you want. You heard it from the woman yourself or take my approach and listen to it from start to finish just Beware the shuffle, but uh, do get it, do dance to it, either by yourself or with your mum or whoever happens to be handy. Uh, It's a great record, and uh, congratulations on it once again, Roshine. Thanks, Paul. And thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to me. All the best. Take care. Stay safe.
0: Bye. The Paul McLoon Show on Today FM.